welcome to That Kind of Podcast. I'm Dia Kappelman. I'm Jenny olsen Payton, And we have a couple exciting things. Number okay. one, this is the last episode of season mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll also be our last episode in this studio. We are... With actually, our fancy bookcase. With our fancy bookcase. Um, we are actually moving to a different studio for season three. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a couple weeks break and then start the first week of January. So, well... Mm-hmm. I need to see what the day is on the first week of January. Yes. Around the first of January. Around the first part of January. There we go. um, We'll be looking for season three. So we aren't going to be doing anything crazy like changing our name or anything like that. No, we're done. We will be changing our locale. So maybe every season we change our location. Yep. I'll keep getting up. I mean, so like by season five or six, we can be like... Shipping champagne on the beach. Heck yeah. Yeah, I like that. Cabana boy. Yes. I like that kind of studio. Let's make that happen. Yeah. I, so, like, sh- subscribe. <laughs> subscribe. Subscribe. Share, subscribe, do all the things so that we can be on the beach somewhere. Yep. And then maybe we can have, like, a, that kind of podcast party. Oh, heck yeah. For everyone on the beach. Yeah. That would okay. be amazing. I like it. It might be, like, Longview Beach. But... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Details. 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 It's a beach. It's a beach. We'll start off at Long Beach. It'll be like our um, podcast studio. It just keeps just getting keeps growing. better. Yes. That's awesome. The more you help us grow, the better the beach you get to be on. <laughs> While hanging with us. Yes. But yes, we're both so socially awkward, we'd have a party and we'd both be like, <laughs> can we go now? <laughs> Not because we don't love you guys, no, just because we just we're both start. socially awkward. <laughs> we would be in the back. Let everybody else have the party. We just want to watch. Yeah, exactly. We just want to watch. We'd be staring at the fire. (laughs) Jenny would be. I would be drunk. There's so So much much going on. So much going on here. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, all right. So, what do you have for us on our season finale? Our season finale. I really wrestled with this because I was gonna see about doing something. Um, I I was gonna see about doing something around the holidays, but Mm -hmm. man, they were all really depressing. And I kind of wanted to end it. Now, this is still going to be a sucky note. I mean, anything that we talk about in our podcast isn't going to be like... Butterflies and rainbows. Yeah. Yeah. But this was one that's an older murder. Okay. Um, on one, and I've never heard of it, which was amazing to me because I've pretty much heard... I feel like I've pretty much heard it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I came across this one, I was like, holy cow, I'm going to cover this one. Okay. And this is um, the Taliesin murders. Is that how you say it? Taliesin? Taliesin. Taliesin. Frankly, Taliesin. right. Yes. The Taliesin murders. Oh, those and are brutal. Yeah. So they're not Ooh. they're not real fun, but it's at least more removed and, yeah. you know, it's a little different than last year Santa hacked some family to death, which was kind of my choices. And I just, I didn't want to do Santa that way. No. <laughs> I didn't want to do Santa It's that not way. the real Santa. Not the real Santa. No. It was. The real Santa wouldn't do that. Sometimes Santa has people that work for him and they're not really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So this is, so um, one of the things I remember very, very, uh, like I have a couple memories of my grandparents driving me around and showing me some of Frank Lloyd Wright's um, houses. Mm -hmm. And then I also have spent some time in Chicago with family. And Mm -hmm. um, I know there's a couple properties there. Yeah. So, um, so over his 70 year career, he designed over 1,100 skyscrapers, churches, buildings Um, of those about 500 were built. Um, and then seven are in Kansas, Missouri. So we have the Bot House, which is on Briar Cliff in, Cliff in Kansas City. That's one of the ones I've seen. The Community Christian um, Church, which is on Main Street in Kansas City. I didn't know that. I, I didn't, didn't know, know that either. And it here. looks, 
you look at it and you're like, oh, I see it. Okay. But then you're kind of, but it doesn't look quite like a ha one of the houses do. I mean, the houses are pretty amazing. Um, the Russell Krause House on Ballast Road in Kirkwood. Um, Clarence Saunder House, um, Bellevue Avenue in Kansas City. Um, Theodora, the A. Pappas House um, on Mason Ridge Road in St. Louis. Henry J. Allen's House on Roosevelt in Wichita. And the Corbin Education Center um, on Yale Avenue in Wichita. So um, those are some pretty cool houses. We need to road trip. I love his stuff. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I remember seeing the one in Oak Park, which is one of the ones that I guess um, it was either, I don't know which one it was, but it was one of the ones that were built in Oak Park that was either his primary residence or um, his lover's, what turned out to be his lover's mm -hmm. house. So in 1903, um, Wright was commissioned to build one of the Oak Park mansions. Um, it turned out that his wife, um, Kitty, he was married, um, was in a ladies club with um, Mama. I can never say her name. Mama. 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 See, this is, I need you for pronunciation. It's, we read. We don't know how to say the words, but we know how to spell them. Mama. Mama. Um, so um, Kitty and Mama became mm -hmm. friends at a women's society. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and because of that friendship, um, Frank Lloyd Wright was hired to build um, the, uh, Mama's and her husband's house. Um, so it's wife, uh, Martha Mama Borthwick Cheney is her name. Okay. So Wright was known to be a very all encompassing architect. So he really got to know the couple and really mm -hmm. got to know Mama in the process. Um, past the professional level. <laughs> past the professional level. And they ended up falling in love. Now, Kitty and Frank had six children. Mama and her husband had two children. Um, Still, they fell in love, and they ended up fleeing to Europe together. Um, Kitty was um, able to get, uh, let's see, let's see, I think it was, Kitty refused to divorce Frank. Mm -hmm. um, Mama and her husband ended up divorcing. Um, she ended up staying in Europe for a while, um, long enough for, I guess, the way the laws were. She had to stay, um, he had to be abandoned for a certain amount of time before uh, she could, like, legally divorce him. Okay. Um, so needless to say, Kitty and Frank are still married. Um, they're in Europe. And so when they come back, they decide that they're going to build a house together in Wisconsin. Um, Frank Lloyd grew up in Wisconsin and this was in. Wait, so Mama divorced her husband. Yep. Kitty and Frank don't divorce because Kitty won't grant him one. Right. And so then he so still. Then Frank goes and moves with his wife. With his girlfriend. Oh, you had said with Kitty. Oh, yeah, he I'm sorry. He moved with Kitty to Wisconsin. He moved to, he, you know, Kitty was still in Chicago. Okay. He and moved, he moved to Wisconsin with, with Mama. Mama. Yeah, okay. and so they decided to build the Love Palace or whatever, you know. They're like... <laughs> love Palace. Well, it was. They ended up calling it... Um, Vegas. Uh, uh, Talesian. Talesian? Talesian. Talesian. Yeah. Talesian. Okay. <laughs> words, are, words are hard. Um, so they built this, which was a... Taliesin. Taliesin, which was a nod to the Scottish bard. Um, this was in Spring Green, Wisconsin. 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 Yes. <sighs> so it was called, the press called it the Love Cottage or the Love Castle. It was slanderous. I mean, like, the papers went crazy. I mean, can you imagine? It was like... Because this, he was with his Yeah, famous mistress. architect father of six children ran off with his mistress and 
created this love shack. In the early 1900s. In the early 1900s. Yep, absolutely. Um, they actually received numerous threats on their life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But this is this is only a, uh, only somebody that could be popular could get away with saying this. Um, that was like some famous architect. He said, uh, so Wright told a reporter, two women were necessi- a necessity for a man's artistic mind. <laughs> One to be the mother of his children and the other to be his mental companion, his inspiration and his soulmate. <laughs> oh my goodness. What if you, if, if I read that, I'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> I'll divorce your ass now. <laughs> Yeah, keep your love shack to yourself. Six children. No, I'm saying even as the girlfriend, yeah, being no. like, oh, he Ew. still says he needs two women. Ew. 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 So, and then on another occasion, he told a reporter, wow. laws and rules are made for the average. The ordinary man cannot live without rules to guide his conduct. It is infinitely more difficult to live without rules. But that is what the really honest, sincere thinking man is compelled to do. I didn't know I had such strong personal feelings towards Frank Lloyd Wright. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're never going to look at his architecture again. No, fuck that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's... Okay. Yep. Right. So, so he was impressed with himself. Yeah, he was way impressed with himself. I kind of get the uh, Professor Marston mm-hmm. uh, vibe. The Wonder Woman where he had the like triangle and Wonder Woman was created by... Do you know the story? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so... Um, that's DC. I yes. do Marvel. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. We did talk. So I'm a DC fanatic. Um, so Marvel. yeah. So but we're um, still friends. Yeah. We keep we keep going on. Um, so Marston had both a wife and a lover. Okay. Okay. And he created Wonder Woman based on the two women. So why can't people just be happy with what they've got? There's a theme running through this story. Okay. Just be happy with what you got. I know. I know. Okay. Sometimes it's old reliable. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yes. That's a way of looking at it. You can't keep it sparkle up. Like, you, he could have taken his wife and made a love shack with his wife. And, and there's six children running amok. And, and there's six children running amok. But I feel like that would have gone. Their six children would have, like, destroyed the love shack. Or the okay. love castle. What if they? I I know it's a love castle, but I like calling it the love shack. I do too. The yeah. love shack, shack. <laughs> Little old place where we can get together. Okay, anyway, so so yes, I would agree. But at this point, I'm sure the idea of living with six children has just pretty much ruined any romance between the two of them. <laughs> kids will do that to you. Kids, kids will do that to you. All right. Okay, so things they thought things had actually gotten better. You know, things around the town okay. were better. They thought they were really okay. okay. Um, on August 15th, 1914, Wright went to Chicago to help um, build the mid- the Midway Gardens. Mm. And while he was there, um, Mema and her two children, 8-year-old Martha and 12-year-old John, decided that they were going to eat on the porch. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, there was So the way this house was set up is that there was the residence... And then there was his, like, architecture wing. So he did most of his work from there um, because he pretty much was run out of Chicago. Um, so he did everything all together. So he had a lot of, like, workers and draftsmen mm-hmm. that came and hung out at the uh, at the place. So family on the porch, the draftsmen and the gardeners and all of that were eating lunch at the dining room. Okay? 
So out of nowhere, <sighs> Julian Carlton, who was kind of the odd ha the handyman, um, he was actually the husband of the um, the family's cook, um, came up behind uh, Mamie Mama and put her hit her in the head with a hatchet. Ooh, then yeah. proceeded to hit John in the head with the hatchet. Mm -hmm. um, Martha took off running and he ended up catching up with her in the courtyard and he killed her as well. Mm. So then he went to the dining room. Um, the guys were sitting there sitting down for lunch and um, they heard something that sounded like a, like a splash of water. And they looked down and there was liquid coming out from under the door. Um, they thought it was dishwater so they were all kind of weirded out until it ignited and set the whole house ablaze. Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. He locked the dining room door, and when the men broke through, he ended up hitting them in the hatchet and with the hatchet and killing them. So three of the men were able to escape through the window. There was some conflicting reports, but everything that I pretty much read and saw, um, this was the three um, that were able that survived long enough to go get help. Uh, Master carpenter Billy Weston, the landscape gardener um, David Lindblom, and 19-year-old draftsman Herbert Fritz. Um, they ran to the neighbor's house to call for help. Now, Weston's 13-year-old son was one of the ones that were killed mm -hmm. um, in the fire, and um, David Lindblom ended up succumbing to his burns and ended up passing away later. So, a total of seven people died, only two survived uh, from the house. Um, and uh, so the manhunt began. They were looking for this Carlton guy. Now, unbeknownst to everybody at the time, he had started having some kind of mental health issues. Um, they're not exactly sure what happened. Um, there was reports that some of the workers had made a lot of um, racial slurs against him and his wife. They were um, immigrants from Barbados. Um, but they're not really sure what happened. Um, he was described as a man that um, would take vengeance very quickly um, whenever he was, you know, somebody crossed him. Um, they said that he had started sleeping with a hatchet. His wife had said he had started sleeping with a hatchet. Um, and some of his weird behaviors started to become noticed um, by Frank and um, Mema, and so they ended up um, letting the couple go. And so they think that had to see, they were going to leave that night. Um, oh. So they think that might have had something to do with okay. uh, what was going on. Um, so they ended up finding him a couple hours later, hiding in the furnace of the house. He had taken eaten some acid. Um, hoping to die, and unfortunately, it had pretty much done a number on his his body. They were going to lynch him right there, um, and they ended up. The, somebody stepped in and basically got him into the jail where he was awaiting trial. Seven weeks later, he ended up um, dying of starvation because he could not take in any food because of the acid burns. Yeah, I'm not so sad about that. Honestly, yeah, yeah, no, no. There, it was, <clears throat> it was one of those things. Um, so Frank came back. He ended up finding both the love of his life and, um, I say that loosely, um, <laughs> the love, love of his the life. love of his life and um, his house. His like, um, this was like his his house destroyed. So he decided that he was going to rebuild in her honor. Um. Shortly after, he ended up falling in love and marrying a woman that wrote him a condolence letter. What? He married her in 1923 after Kitty finally agreed to divorce him. So wait, did he readjust then his quote about you need two women? And he's like, 
Okay. Well, this one's Let's dead. Edit. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, but they divorced. Oh, that's, that's true. So, so he did still have technically two. two women. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're good. We're good. And they divorced six months later. What? Um, yeah. And then he once again, um, he one year later, he ended up falling in love with another woman. Um, her and her daughter lived in the house. Um, then something happened. Um, the conflicting reports again. One said it was struck by lightning. The other one said it was faulty wiring. Wiring. Uh-huh. But the house burned to the ground again. So he ended up um, he ended up rebuilding, um, and today it's a national landmark. Um, and because I feel like I need to end season two on a paranormal note. Why? Why would you just out of curiosity? Why do you feel like that's necessary? well? I wasn't going. I was actually really excited about the fact that this one wasn't paranormal or unsolved until I was, I was reading until I was reading one of the last articles that I re- read, and they said really? that. There have been reports of a woman wandering the house in a white gown and lights turn themselves on and off. So they're wondering if it's the ghost of Mema Chenny. I don't. I mean, eh. I feel like that's not super paranormal. No, I can deal with that. It's not. It's just enough that I had to be like, I'm just going to throw that in there. there. Well, I I, I understand. Don't throw it in there. You gotta make it work. Because I hadn't rolled my eyes yet on this. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Actually, I did. He got me with the quotes. With the I quote tell you about what. Meeting two women. What a knucklehead. You know. And to keep it, maybe he was just romantic. He just kept trying to find no. love. No. Because doesn't that sound like a Hallmark story? She no. reached out to him with her, her condolences. condolences. You know, and that's the thing. I mean, he's like, oh, she writes a mean letter, but yeah. she's kind of cute. Hey She's baby, got some great penmanship. Hey baby, I know, hey, baby. <laughs> I know you wrote me a letter, you know, condol- condolence letter, but in 1914 script. <laughs> At least we know it's in cursive. <laughs> yeah, couldn't read it now. Oh um, yeah, hey baby, what's your sign? <laughs> oh lordy be. I've heard that one before. That one's it's brutal. It's it is it's a weird one, and like I said, I'd never heard of it, and it's I'm not a, I'm not an architect. I mean, like for some reason, very little impresses me more impresses me less than architecture i don't know what it is i'm just like eh, it's it's okay it's yeah. not my thing which so it's like i've never i mean i remember when my grandparents took me around and and my my great aunts took me around to show me these houses i'm like eh, great that's wonderful but i've never been really excited but um yeah when i saw it i'm like oh this is this will be a good one to cover yeah i like so, it it's i don't hear it covered often so that is the story yeah which is kind of for as famous as he was, I'm kind of surprised. It's really, and there's not a ton on there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've watched videos and did some reading, and like I said, there were some conflicting, conflicting um, stories on who survived and mm-hmm. how they how it burnt the second time. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting story. It is so. But he was so the architecture. I think we are kind of losing it because we've seen it. But at the time, it was so different yeah. because he was so focused on, like, he wanted his buildings to meld into the scenery yeah. as opposed to coming out of that Victorian yeah. time of opulence. And yeah. Well, the other thing is that open floor plan because he seemed to also mm-hmm. be the father of the open floor plan. And, and you know, that's my thing. I love, so I grew up in a house that was built in 1910 mm-hmm. and it was um, very much like there were walls everywhere. I mean, yes. there was no open floor plan yes. anywhere. They loved walls. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's another wall. Um, <laughs> 
behind that wall? Another wall. Oh, another wall. Yeah, and it's like, I don't care if the room is this big, there's going to be four walls. Yes, yeah. So, um, so but yeah. he opened it up and yeah. he used natural, um, he used natural stone from that area. So yeah. whatever area of the country he built in, yep. I'm geeking out just a little bit. Yeah, I like he it. He would use the natural, um, landscape and stones and rocks to Very build cool. with, which I think is just, I'm really impressed because you didn't even know you had to, that no. <laughs> you had to pull that Frank Lloyd Wright knowledge out of your butt for this one. Cause I love his stuff. Yeah. I like it so much because it is. Like, when you go see his stuff, yeah. it doesn't look like a building set. Um, because I think the where he built that was kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yes. um, see? Yes, see? Yeah. But um, he believed in not just having a building set down in the middle of nowhere. Right. He wanted it to look like it could be part, part of, of the landscape. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what so I So, I'm going to Wisconsin in July. Is it for another fish it's another fi- It's for another fish convention. Um, yes, it's the combo plate, thank you very much, which is going to be a mix of the American Cichlid Association and Catfish Cataclysm. So, speaking of geeking out, like me geeking out about fish. Okay, no, I'll sit back. Yeah, um, but I'm going to be going around the same area, so I might see if we can detour. And I'm sure, you know, I'm going to be cool. going with my son and my dad, and I'm sure they're going to just love going to a murder house. But it's just uh, part of the job. It's yeah, that's exactly right. To uh, to be my family is to love and 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 love me and my my penchant for murder, even on the way to fish festival. Fish, it's the combo plate. I'm <laughs> no, but I like calling them fish festivals. Yes, yes, because you do you do get lots of pictures and and play by plays. Yes, the fish festival. Yes, so. Yeah, so that's what we got for you. All right, thanks for listening to season two. Two, yes, thank you for everybody, and uh, we look forward to seeing you in season three, yep. back the first part of the year. All right, have, have a good, good one. one. Bye.